boys and girls, welcome back to the South Road Boys. Mr. Barnes in the house. How the fuck are you? Yeah, I'm good. Also, like to put a shout out to the men and the women too, not just the girls and the boys. Oh, yes, and all those who don't identify as either. All the trees out there. If you listen, we love you. <laughs> you know what? We just do. Just, yeah. We'll take anyone. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I think that's going to be on our gravestones. The South Road Boys. We'll take anyone. We'll take anyone. <laughs> They're like we're like the goodies of podcasting. No, lis- no listener too small. Oh, I thought you meant that possibly you're a giant pussy. <laughs> that was such a good episode. Great episode. <laughs> Actually, great TV series. That, wasn't it called King Cat or something? Or possibly something like that. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that, or is it fortunate? See, there's a quandary for you. Oh, here we go. There's a quandary in the first here's five a minutes. Quandary in the first five minutes. Right. Um. You're probably like me and look back at the goodies with nostalgia and and mirth. Yes. And go, Love Oh, it. that was that was the, the notes of my childhood and I I really enjoyed that and I found that comedy was fine. Well I used to watch the goodies with my dad before oh. the news around the same time as Doctor Who. There you go. They were pretty much I both think they were both in the lead up to Doctor Who. Yeah, or to, to, to the, the news. news. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and it was all about the news for Ivan, yeah. but you know. The boy wants to watch this, so fair enough. He watched it with me because he loves me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Joseph Mather. Loves me. Just going out of the garage. Boy, I'll be back me. in a minute. <laughs> um, love me. Love me. <laughs> Just love me, Daddy. Um, I, I know that there are jokes that they can't, that were not politically correct at all, and that would never make mainstream television now. There was blackface. Mm-hmm. There was the multiple Rolf Harrises before we found out he was a pedo. Yep. Um, definitely Benny Hill style sexist moments. Oh, definitely. Um, and the thing is, I don't even remember them. But you but know, know they, they were there. there. <laughs> and and there would have been jokes at the gays. Like, that would yes. have happened. Um, and there's part of me that goes, oh, I wish we lived in a world where that was still – you know, you could still tell those jokes, and you can, but should you? <laughs> yeah, it's, there's certainly a line these days where, that's all we always say, you can you can do anything you want to do. Doesn't mean it's but, good. But if it offends someone, it's your choice whether you want to offend that person or not. Yeah, because so, the people who got offended by it in 2023, or hurt by it in 20, hurt by it's probably more of an accurate description, because people can get fucking offended about anything, mm-hmm. but actually hurt by it to go. You know what? That's that's just that's not cool, man. Um, were the same people who thought the same thing back in the seventies or the eighties, just they never had a voice. Yeah, and true. and the people who made it went, oh, oh, you darkies, we don't care about that. Yeah, and he, do that's you? Right. That's <laughs> right. And the thing is, most of the time back then too. And once again, I'm speaking on behalf of people who don't have a voice in this room. Yes. Um, a lot would just go along with it and laugh with it because that's all you could do. Well, yeah, there was no other option. Otherwise, you're just being sensitive. It's like if your mates take the piss out of you. Even if it offends you, you laugh along with it. Yeah, I think say. I'll punch you in the face later when no one else yeah, is around. Yeah, you bloody, <laughs> you bloody catheter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of offended, Mr. Barnes. Oh, you've led into something. I have. segue. I didn't mean to. Really? I, well, we never mean to do anything I never mean show. to do anything. There's two things that have, that have annoyed me. That's happened in the media that I just like. Actually, three things. Three. Three things. Um, do you want women? <laughs> yes. Kids. I, I like women. Oh, kids. No. Oh, I'm not Ralph Harris. Or money. 
Oh, I like money. Which one do you want I me to tell you? So I like women. Love women. Who doesn't? I like money. Mm. Kids yeah. fucking shit me. Well, then how we go with so, kids? We'll <laughs> lead off with that. We'll lead off with that. Right, start off at the bottom. Now, ladder. Melbourne, as you know. Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne, Australia. Houses, it's Not home. Melbourne, Florida, because fucking who lives there? Um, Melbourne, Australia. Now, there are various sites around the world, uh, and specifically in Australia, where people see things on the road and they either capture it with the passenger on their mobile phone. Of course, because the driver would never do that. driver would never no. do that. Um, or they catch it on their dash cam mm-hmm. and they go, this is stupid, obnoxious, outrageous behaviour. I'm going to let the world know about my opinion and outrage. Yep, fantastic. So one, Love a bit of opinionated outrage. Opinionated outrage. So apparently drivers, were, motorists were left stunned. Stunned. On Melbourne's Eastern Freeway. So what's your tag word? Stunned. 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 Mm. Uh also known as the Eastern Car Park, because I'm telling you during peak hour traffic. Doesn't move. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> it is four park. lanes, five lanes each way, and it's not moving. Like it is, it's a bit of a thing. Um, now, the person, it was on Melbourne Car Spotter's Facebook page. Wonderful. So Facebook, it's already old people like you and I. Um, I don't know, are you aware that in Melbourne – it is illegal for certain provisional drivers, whether or not be P-platers, they have different degrees of P-platerness. Mm-hmm. So it's not like when you and I were getting our licences, like, well, you got your P's, fucking have at it. It was, yeah. Yeah, you go get your learners. And you'd have yep. to do that for 12 months, I believe. No, it was, only, it was only three months, I was, think. Or was it only that you had to be at a certain age before you get your P's, maybe? Certain age, because you and didn't then have you had, to do your hours. And then you had your P's for 12 months. P's for 12 months. And then you're on full licence. Perfect. Done. And you could drive whatever you wanted. Yep. Within the C-class. You couldn't drive a truck. No. You couldn't jump in a bus and drive a bus around. No. No. <laughs> no, you couldn't be. It was, a, it was a car. It wouldn't be 18 wheels of justice. True. But we could jump in any car we wanted, and mine was a 1972 Purple Tirana. Now, that was a six-cylinder, and the power-to-weight ratio meant that that car won Bathurst. Not my particular car, but that model of car won Bathurst because it had good power-to-weight ratio. You had the three in the tree. Three in the tree um, HQ74, I think it was. Look at that. Such a gorgeous car. No synchro into first. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking three on the tree. Yeah. I'll never forget the moment when I shifted gears, I think from second to third, and the the ball, the the bloody gear stick ball, the knob. Yes. Fucking broke off <laughs> in my hand, and there's just powder everywhere in the car. And there I'm trying to change gears with a fucking a stabbing Twig. implement. Yeah. Every time you try to move it, it would cut your hand open. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't fun. No. Love that car, though. Kids today, though, they won't understand through on the tree. No. And they certainly won't understand no synchro into first. They also don't get the benefit of bench seats either. Of they what? Were, they were good in their day. Bench seats. Bench seats. Oh, yeah. the bench seat. Hello. Yep. That's, what, that's actually that's why the seatbelt was invented. So when you went around the corner really quickly in a HQ holding, <laughs> yeah, um, you. You, you actually wouldn't smack over to the passenger side <laughs> and lose track of the steering wheel. <laughs> it would actually keep you in your seat. Yeah. Because there was a bit of roll on the cars back then. They did. You went around a corner and the whole car would roll the opposite direction. Generous suspension. Mm, so. um, but they also- I don't got, think the HQ actually won Bathurst. 
No, I don't think so. <laughs> Mind you, that's another thing that kids do. I mean, the kids today, they'll never understand what a choke is. Well, someday. <laughs> In a vehicle. <laughs> um, do it harder, Daddy. <laughs> Steady on love. <laughs> yeah, the only other choke they realise is that when someone's kicking for gold to win a grand final and misses everything. Yeah. <laughs> Choked. Choker. Um, so, you know, going out, pull the choke out, start it up, go back inside, come back out five minutes later for what was warm up, and off you go. Never understand it. Anyway, so this, this Victorian or the Melbourne car spotters thing, people were outraged, <sighs> stunned. Because there was an L-plate driver driving a car that they thought, they deemed to be unworthy. What car do you reckon this kid was driving? So I'm going to assume by unworthy is in too much for what they should have been driving. Yeah, they thought it was too much I'm car I'm going to go for straight up to a Lambo. Correct. Was it really? <laughs> a Lamborghini yep. Aventor. You saw that L didn't actually stand for Lamborghini though. It could have. It, it doesn't possible. because right. if you have a look at the sticker on the car – it doesn't look like it matches the decals. Oh, okay. Because it's a black car with the yellow... We spent all the money on the car. Didn't have a lot of money for the accessories. How much do you reckon he spent on the car? Well, probably l Plater didn't spend it himself. I mean, what would a Lambo be worth? I mean, mm. maybe... The Aventor. 400k, 500k? Mm. You'd think so, for the cheap one. Yeah. Now, for oh. this one that this one was driving. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> You're going to jump it up. We're going to go up to maybe eight, 900k then, perhaps? Retail, 900 $25,300. You know what my brain goes straight away towards? Mm-hmm. I wonder what the insurance is on that. <laughs> well, That's what I think of. Well, see, the thing is, right, technically the supervisor is the person who's in charge of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And that's why, even though this, this vehicle, which does reportedly goes from naught to 100 in a smidge under three seconds. <laughs> no need to choke. <laughs> you don't, don't need to choke, choke at all. <laughs> no, that's choking you all uh, the way. Yep. Like, even if it's a slow start because you're a learner and you're doing it in under four seconds, it's a bit fucking quick. You know You know the car is. It's a perfect way to know. If you know your car's quick mm. from zero to go, yep. when you take off, your cheeks touch the seat. Yeah. <laughs> Then you know that you're in a quick car. Fucking hell. Could you imagine being – I mean, I couldn't even imagine driving a vehicle that would go from 0 to 100 in under four seconds. Not going to work very well in the eastern car park. No, it's not. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, you're in first all the way. But the like, And so people were outraged. Outraged that it was a powerful car. Now, the thing is, under Victorian law, the person who is the supervising driver is obviously the person who is deemed to be in control of that vehicle. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't reckon in under three seconds that person's got much control <laughs> when you're doing 95 kilometres down the highway. It sort of gets away from you a bit quick, I would imagine. So, and here's a question, like a Lambo like that. Mm, in beautiful jet black, by the way. Uh, is it automatic? I, I, How does it work? It'll have the flappy paddles. So I'm just thinking, like, to go that quick, because I look at it from point of view, right? Not to 100 mm. in under three seconds, mm. right? You're not changing gears many times. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, but it doesn't give you a lot of time. No, it doesn't. I mean, you pretty much put it down and you go, fucking. I think it would have auto mode or it would probably have sports mode. It would have to have something like that. 
I think they do come with a sports. And I'm mode. saying anyone that's car mad right now saying, that you, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" Of course it mm. does this, this, and this. Of course, well, but, fucking whatever. Mm. <laughs> Neither Troy or I. Surprise, surprise. Own a Lamborghini. No, I had one. Didn't like it. Go back. Can't put the swag in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't be roof rack on. Exactly. Well, you yep. can. It just looks out of place yeah. with this big king daddy on top. Fucking weird with the tow bar too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just. What do you reckon? That, I mean, it's a gorgeous looking car. It's it's the, the car that you had on your wall growing up. Like yeah. my my original car that I had growing up on the wall was a Lamborghini Countach, mm-hmm. like with the gold wing doors. Sorry, the scissor doors. I just the Countach was the one that everyone knew back when we were yeah. younger. And I was quite fortunate that when I worked the showgrounds, we had Top Gear come to the showgrounds, mm-hmm. and I got to sit in a Merchilago. Fuck, I wept. I <laughs> wept because David and I, my stepfather, we used to drive from Penguin to Perth. Now, Perth, Tasmania, not Perth, Western mm. Australia. For those people who live locally know that there used to be, and maybe still is, a second-hand car dealer that did exotic import cars. And for whatever reason, fucking Perth was where they decided to put the showroom. Yep. And so we would drive there and we'd sit in Porsches and BMWs or whatever. So when I'm sitting in this Lamborghini Merchilago, this flood of nostalgia and memories came about how amazing this would be, you know, to be able to show him to do that. And then when the guy I was with went, press the button, I went. Oh, fuck, it was a Transformer. (laughs) It was Bumblebee. No. (laughs) And it was the go button. It was the start button. And it sounded like I'd unleashed the dogs of hell. It just was so fucking loud. Fuck. No, but it starts in anger. Like it Does just it? lets you know. <laughs> oh. I almost I, a little bit of pre cum came out. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not surprised. Yeah, but what do you reckon? Should an L player be able to drive a Lamborghini? No, not really. Why not? For multiple reasons. Why? Number one, it's mum and dad are millionaires. It's, it's too powerful for someone who's got um. Who doesn't have the experience? Yeah, I don't Let's think be honest, it's, that, that's the main. I mean, seriously, that's the main one. I don't think it's coming with an extra set of pedals on the passenger side. No, it ain't. Like, a, like the RACT yeah, cars that we learned to drive in, where they've got the dual controls. Yeah, because that's a vehicle that could get out of control Very without you quickly. even thinking about it, and without you even doing anything silly, it just wouldn't take anything. Yeah, I mean, and also they're pretty wide. They are, they are squat. You know, like, I don't know whether you've tried to reverse park one of these before in a busy street. <laughs> no, I haven't. Tough. Yeah, tough. Could you imagine, though, the amount- Outside in a fucking Italian pizza joint <laughs> in Carlton. <laughs> Ligon Street. I mean, if you're going to take a Lamborghini, yeah, you're going to take a Lamborghini anywhere, Ligon Street's true, the place for it. But when you're trying to reverse park it 14 times, you're losing your cool factor really quickly. Yeah, but the cool factor of when you're 16 and a Lamborghini rocks up to school and Dad gets out and chucks you the keys and says, you take it home, I mean... Oh, you're getting all the girls. Your testicles just descend on the spot. (laughs) Like, they just... You hit puberty in a nanosecond. But the the second reason um, also is insurance. Now, I realise that the person driving it, it's not going to be pain. Mum and Dad's got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But imagine the learner plate excess for a Lamborghini. <laughs> like, no, for I mean, a 925000 I mean, the insurance might be, let's just say it's the insurance is, I don't know, six grand. 
I'm just going to throw a number out there. A week. <laughs> yeah. But six grand, right? And your excess is maybe, I don't know, five grand. Sure. Your learner excess is 500 grand. <laughs> like, yeah. You do anything to that baby and you're grounded for quite a while. Well, it, if it's only a, you know, bit of a bumper to bumper, where you, you know, hug the, oh, the, the curb a bit too much and rub, Rubbin's racing. Rubbin's racing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A slight nudge. I bet your dad jumps in the driver's seat and says, No, I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. And the other thing, too. Is like you, you come up next to a Lamborghini, right? Mm. And you're looking at that thing and fuck, how good it'll be to drive that. And you see this little fucking dweeby cunt with pimples in the fucking driver's seat. <laughs> just looks over, fucking buzzes the window down, and goes Lamborghini Bam Lam, and he's up. Fuck off, <laughs> Lamborghini Bam Lam. It's Could not you- a Black Betty moment. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Or even worse, even worse, there you are. You pull up the set of lights, you're with your new girlfriend, she's cute as all get out, and all of a sudden, (laughs) this this Lamborghini pulls up with a set of lights, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then the window does come down, and you see this pimply-faced little, I mean, imagine me at 16. Ferris Bueller wannabe. Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. Basically. And then all you hear is Galway girl. <laughs> He's got Ed Sheeran or Justin Bieber cranked up in the lamb. In the lamb, or even worse, something from K-pop. See, if that's something from Lamb of God, said so that'd be fucking beautiful. It would be on point. It would be on point. <laughs> it'd trend beautifully, wouldn't it? Ever, and it'd have a little bit of uh, with it. Yeah, but not not K-pop. Yeah. Bit of odd no, look. But to answer your question, um, no, I don't think a learner driver should be driving a Lamborghini. Ah, oh, fucking More the point, it's like, compare it to the point of view of sex. Yes. You shouldn't get to fuck a supermodel. Yes. Before you've had a fucking girlfriend that you don't even like that much that you just want to touch their tits. <laughs> you shouldn't. Shouldn't be allowed. Shouldn't you know allowed. why? Because by the time you get to supermodel level- You don't appreciate it. You don't know it. what you're doing. You don't appreciate it. you got no idea what's going on. You don't know how to, to you, you don't know how to drive it. Yep. You don't know where all the buttons are. You don't know how it handles. No, you don't know how it handles. You've yep. got no idea. You don't know how quick to go. Exactly. Nothing. You don't know where to put your hands. You couldn't reverse park it. No, definitely could not <laughs> reverse park it Well, at you all. probably do. You back up to it yep. and you go, that's not how it's done, buddy. Yeah, so, you know, you put that into into perspective. Yeah, you put it into that context. I, same I'm kind of, I think I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we actually agree on something. Yeah, exactly. This is new. All right. Right, yeah. well, that's, that's one. So kids are out of the way. Kids are out of the way. Money or women? Ah, uh, look, I think we should leave women till last. Women till last. Yeah. Okay. Commonwealth not Bank. Because, not that I'm saying women <laughs> should be last. Save the best till last. Exactly. Thank you. That's what I meant. That's exactly what you meant. <laughs> uh, Commonwealth Bank. Australia again. Correct. Is copping a bit of shit at the moment. So I'm not sure whether or not you're aware, Mr. Barnes, we've had a pandemic. When did that happen? Uh, a little while ago, 2020. Okay. 21, 22. Don't recall it. It was a blip in the – we were in Tassie. We sort of avoided most yeah, of okay, it. Yeah, okay, right. Um, Commonwealth Bank have been told their staff, look, we know that we said you could work from home because it suits our needs because of the whole pandemic thing, but we need you back in the office. Oh, yeah. And they're like, fucking no, actually. We quite like doing Jami Day three days a week. Yeah, but, I mean, it's Ben. Mm-hmm. 
he should be in the bank. I mean, Ben Teller. Yeah, look, I get all the tellers should probably be back in the office because it is awkward going around to Ben's place saying, I just need to get my doll out. Like, that's that's weird. Send some money, Ben. Yeah. Um, but, no, they are – they're really – the whole workforce have been told, we need you back in the office. And they're like, really? I don't think so. I don't want to do that. Well, did your employer during the vid period have work from home? Yeah, we had a little bit. Yeah. Not lots, but we had a little bit. Yeah. I suppose it's a bit more interesting for you, though, because your role is out in the community. Yes. Like, you're probably not very office-bound for most of it. No, not a lot, no. I would, what, 20 30% of your time is probably in the office and the yeah, rest it's is... it's really more involved, uh, actually, out there in front of people. Yeah. Relationship-based. It's not sitting behind a screen as much as we can. Yeah, whereas my job is 100% in, in the work, in the workplace. Yeah. Um, and I can't do my job from home. Like, that just is physically impossible. So my employer... Like if you're an artificial inseminator, for instance. Yeah, it's a hard bit hard to do, to do that via Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's called OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's getting pregnant from that. Artificial ins- Wow, that's a different version of AI, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, they, uh, they're saying get back into it. Like Tesla are. They were all Elon Musk was telling the Twitters, get back in the office. Telling the Twitters. Telling the Twitters, get back in the office. Go yeah, on I have heard there has been a bit of that though. Yeah. And look, there is something to be said about it. I must admit, even though we didn't have the extreme here in Tassie, I no. did enjoy getting back to the the office though. Did you? Because suddenly you actually got to see people again and you got to interact with people. And I actually, I missed that. Yeah, I think. Being stuck at home was just, no. Fucking no. And we had it easy here. Yeah, we had Tassie. it very easy. When the drawbridge yeah. was up, we were fine. Yep. It was pretty much life as usual. But um, Those who don't live in Tasmania or don't know Australia very well, we don't actually have a drawbridge. But we should. It'd be fucking great, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? For that fucking sea highway. I mean, every beginning of April, there is always the, the government plans to build the bridge to go from Tasmania yeah. to the mainland Keeps via King Island. <laughs> Good golf um, course over there, though. So and the people of Flinders went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bypass. No. Bypass King Island. Tell you what, that's a big bridge, though. A huge bridge. It's the size of Tassie. Mm. I think it's 300 k's or something. It's a long way. Mm. Big bridge. I tried to do a floating one, a concept of a floating version. Right. Like the bollards, and they could, like, decided to just kind of level out on the water. Yeah, I don't think that concept. A wobbly road. Went very far. I don't think people are aware how treacherous Bass Strait I, that's is. That's what it came back to. It's like, uh, do you people know what this place is like? It's one of the most treacherous bits, bits of water, water in, in the, the world. world. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the Sydney to Hobart is not an easy boat exactly. race. You know, there's a reason why a lot of the, the tall ships back in the day didn't make it to us. Exactly. A few come over and went, committed. you know what? Fuck Fucking that. Don't go there. No. We've been there. It's a nice spot. Not worth it. Not worth it. No. They've got some apples and a weird-looking dog with stripes. Exactly. Stick to the, the big island. Mm. We pulled up in one place here, and there's a huge fucking opera house there. Fucking it's brilliant. gorgeous. Captain Cook thought this was great. It was awesome. Incredible. Yeah. And we just built shit around it. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Anyway. The reimagining of the history of Australia <laughs> by the South Road oh, Boys. Imagine to, oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> South mm. Road Boys, history theatre. Yes. <laughs> The true origin of the kangaroo <laughs> with the South Road Boys coming soon. Um, so what do you you reckon they should get back in the office? 
Well, you reckon they've got a fair point going, you know what, we were able to do our job just fine when we had to. Why are you making this? Cause the, the catch you've got, though, is there would be a certain percentage of people that would take advantage of the system made. Of course. Always will be. Always will be. You can do the best thing ever. You can give everyone the best fucking package ever. Mm. All the perks possible. Mm. And there'll still be fucking Stephen. Mm, who's just idiot. like, oh, I can't be fucked today. And fucking season or the second half of the last season of Manifest is on Netflix and fucking <laughs> dropped yesterday. I can't wait for that shit. Well, Stephen, if no. you want to work on a fucking dairy and milk it, do it elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think the mental health side of things, I think it's actually good to be back with the people. Yeah, but people saved a lot of money by working from home. True. Less on commuting, and All especially the, yep. in major cities like Sydney and Melbourne where you're not spending two hours on the car park, mm-hmm. uh, not paying $20 a day parking. True. But also not going to the local shop, not going to buy in the newspaper if you kind of person does that, mm. um, not going to buy in a drink occasionally. And all that. So all the other businesses in the CBD suffer. Um, suffer majorly. But the local businesses picked up the places where you lived. Mm, that's a that's fair reflection. Because people still wanted their paper. Well, I mean. Well, for what? It, yeah. If you're like, that person. Yeah, but they're still they're going to the local shop instead of the IGA in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, look, the parking people suffered. True. But, you know, 20 bucks a day. Yeah, no, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money for, you know. And, that, and that's probably still walking three kilometres to your office. Correct. And you have to be there, the early bird. So in before six, out yep. after five. Yeah. Painful. Very painful. Yeah, no, it's like, I think I see the benefits of working around people. Yeah. I think from a point of view of, I mean, people are meant to be around people. Are I know we? there's some that say, ah, oh, you know, we're not. No. But we are. Are we? That's why we are so keen to communicate all the time. Like, even when we're not around people, we find other ways to communicate with our Facebooks and our fucking TikToks and all that kind but of bullshit. But that's not really communicating. It's being entertained. But it's another way of communication, though. Otherwise, but, if if no one wanted to be around people, we'd all move to the bush. We'd all be gone. True. But do you think in 2023, with Facebook, TikToks, whatever, that we communicate better with people? I'm not saying we communicate better. I'm saying that we still need it, though. Yeah. We desire connection and communication. But when you and I were knocking about, instead of me sending you a text saying, you up, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you just... Yeah, knock on the door. Knock on the door. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, fuck off. It's the red-headed bastard again. <laughs> oh, he's got beer. All fuck right, sake, come what in. What are you here this early for, Joe? It's only fucking 11. 11 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's 11 in the morning. You shit so the bed early. or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to sleep on your burnt orange beanbag again. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> still finishing off the bloody red grass over pizza from last night. Exactly. What are Good you time. here for? Breakfast. <laughs> I've already done my paper run. Come on. <laughs> oh, the days of the paper run. Yeah, exactly. I don't. My it's kids so will nice. never have to do that. No. Well, it's interesting because we did uh, just recently. So for Cubs and Scouts in Tasmania. One of their fundraisers is they deliver phone books. Mm-hmm. That's just what they do. Um, and so they get paid by the phone book people to deliver phone books. And there's a do not deliver list. So people who have opted out, who've got, I don't know, the internet, <laughs> yep, <laughs> who don't need a book of phone numbers that they'll never look up. Um, and so we go around and deliver phone books. And there was a an area, I think we, Ella, Jake and I delivered 
200 and 328 phone books, I think is what we ended up delivering. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of me in the car with the kids running to and from the car, just yep. house to house to house to house to house. Um, and then, like, if we got to a big, long street, like, a, with a cul-de-sac at the end, I'd park the car and we'd carry the phone books and we'd walk up either side of the street and walk back. Which Whoa, is machine. Yeah. I like it. But the thing is, my kids would never know the joy of a paper run, you know, on a Sunday morning getting up far too fucking early on a wet, windy, cold Tasmanian day to try and protect these precious newspapers from getting wet mm-hmm. and knocking on people's doors. And no one was happy to see you at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And you'd also get those regulars that leave the money out. I love and those get, people. And you'd get there, though, and it wouldn't be there, like, oh, fuck, I'm going to knock on your door. And I know you don't like that because that's why you leave the money out. But No. So here's mm. the thing. I used to leave them one. I, I had some people that I'd do that to. But. Only after I knocked and they weren't there, they didn't answer though. If they were a regular and they left the money out, I used to do a bit of a shifty. Oh, okay. It was a small shifty. Mm. So uh, Terry, Terry Burton, if you're yep. listening, I might have. go off with him a couple of weeks ago. Well, don't mention this to him because <laughs> I, I think I owe Terry about 20 bucks <laughs> from 30 years ago. Give or take. Um, for those people that don't know, when you deliver the newspaper as a kid, if you didn't sell a newspaper, sorry, you you sold newspapers on consignment. Oh, I know what you're going to say. So Terry used to give me 40 or 50 newspapers. Yep. And my job would be to give him 80 cents per newspaper or 70 cents per newspaper. Yep. Or? Or if I didn't, I had to give him the head of the newspaper. Yeah, so you just tear the top bit off. Tear the top bit off that's got the Sunday Examiner and then the date. Date. And then I would hand that with my money back to Terry and he would know how many papers I'd sold. And then my job would be to dispose of the remaining paper, which would go in the fire, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Um, If I had regulars and they had to be good fucking regulars, I would leave them a paper with the top torn off. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they got the paper and they'd be like... Didn't pay for it. Didn't pay for it. But next week when you drop one off, they might leave you next 50 cents. Correct. Because you know what? You did me a solid. Exactly. And if they didn't leave me money the next week, I didn't do it twice. Yeah. And I did have quite a few... Because you know what? We're on a fucking living. Exactly. I'm, I'm, you know? Exactly. Jeez, we're not here. We're not fucking made of money. No. We're delivering newspapers. The news of the world. Yeah. I am basically the internet, door to door. Yeah, you were. Like fucking, we were respect me. Yep. <laughs> um, and it was interesting because I only had one guy once who questioned. He goes, uh, he came, he was there next week when I rocked up, and he goes, "You left a paper last week," and I went, "Yeah, because you're a regular and and you hadn't left the money out, and I I don't like to be the guy who knocks on the door, so I'd only knock on everyone's door twice a year if you didn't get the paper." Yep. Because I figure people move in, people move out. People may not have wanted the paper last time mm. I knocked, but they might want it this time. Most people would tell you to fuck off. Sunday morning, what are you doing? Yep. Leery-eyed in their jammies. But occasionally some people will go, oh, I didn't know the paper got delivered. Yeah, I'll get one. Or no, mate, yep. I don't ever want the paper. Fuck off. Yep. And if, you'd pick up a If couple. it was in America, there'd be a gun. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, and one bloke questioned me. He goes, last week you, you left the paper out. I went, yeah, because you'd get the paper regularly, and you hadn't left the money out, but I figured you probably still want to read it. He goes, well, why would you take the top off it? And I told him the same story I did. Mm-hmm. He goes, why can't you do that every week? 
Uh-huh. I said, well, because it's not mine to give. I, I did it last week and as a solid to you, as a favour, but, you know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to give you a free paper every week. He goes, but I don't need that header. I don't need, you know, page two, top left-hand corner. I went, yeah, but that's not the way it works. Come on, mate. I'm like, but then I don't make any money out of it. You're talking about something like a dollar. It was 80 cents. There you go. With with a tip, though, because normally people would give you a Most people would give you a dollar, and that was great. And it was really shitty when the paper went up to 90 cents. Because people would still give you a dollar. Mm, yep. um, once it went to a dollar, that was even worse because there was no tip in it. Once it went to a dollar twenty, I think we're back. Worth, we're back. Dollar <laughs> fifty. Would, people would go two bucks or maybe two bucks. Yeah, yeah that was that was good money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, my paper run on a Sunday morning was worth forty bucks and three breakfasts. I had one lady who used to give me a piece of fruit and a piece of chocolate. Mm-hmm. She'd leave that out for me. I had another family who was. On South Road, he had the Samboys delivery run. And if they had some out-of-date chips, I'd have one of those left out for me as well. It was a good life. Fucking winning. I mean, it was only a week or month or year out-of-date and I'd get free chips. Did you ever do the weekender, the Saturday night paper? No. No. No, it was only the Sunday morning. Yep. Um, And then I had another family, uh, the Phoebes, who if I got there after 8.30 in the morning, that's when their bread maker had gone off and the oh. family would be up. If I got there before 8.30, the house was still rising and no one had answered the door or whatever. But if I wait till after 8.30, I would be greeted with my money and a slice of fresh bread with jam on it. Oh, that's pretty good. So I, unfortunately, they were like my fifth house though. and I had to pick up the papers by eight. So I would spend 20 minutes, three houses down from them, it. just reading yep. the paper. Um, and then, Understandable though. And then I'd fresh bread exactly, and then I have to wait. I'd go past my place, have breakfast there, wait half an hour, and then go up and do my last few houses because the last house would always give me another cooked breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so my Sunday morning, a paper run. How worked you fat as fuck when you were a kid? Because I was fucking holding fifty papers <laughs> up and down South Road like a mother, like a Sherpa, oh. and it was it was interesting because. It's a paper run that probably should have only taken an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Four hours I did that paper <laughs> run for. That was how I spent my Sunday morning. But, you know, I was well fed, though. had some money, good times. But once again, the paper run was another one of those things that kids once sound fucking old, but we just do. kids won't experience now. But it was a great learning curve, though. Yeah. Of course, you got to chat. It's like you would actually go and knock on a person's door that you've never met. As a young child. That might tell you to <laughs> fuck off. Yes. Um, might might give you money and think, oh, this is fantastic. You didn't know you delivered it. This is a great. I don't have to leave the house. Come, come inside. Yep. I have some well, mollies. Well, yeah, there might be a Ralph Harris. <laughs> yeah, you don't exactly. Know. You know, but you had to learn people skills. Yeah, absolutely did. And a little bit of salesmanship. Yep. What's in the paper today, mate? So you'd always have to skim a couple of the headlines. Yeah, you'd have to have a bit of an idea. Yep. Bit yeah. of an idea. Well, you get the occasional hours oh, are worth it today. Bloody oath it is. Of course it is. You should see page five. What's on page five? <laughs> it's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> I had that constant, constant conversation with a bloke who would say, is it, what's in the news today? Well, you should see what's happening on page 18. What, <laughs> what is it? Well, you're going to have to buy it and find out. Because <laughs> this is back in the day before we had the internet. Exactly. Where you could find out what the news was. This is how you found out the news, other than that you'd watch TV that night. Exactly. And get the news that way. 
So, um, but it was good old days. I, te- I, I mean, the Saturday night paper was the the, the dream run mm-hmm. because people were always up, so that's fine. Some of them are watching the footy and half cut. Yep. So if you rock up with an eighty cent paper, five bucks, you know, easy. Oh, there was there was a couple of moments during the um the weekend run mm. when there was a, a, a skimpy lady answered the door. Oh, hello. Yeah, a little bit of um, and I reckon that part of it's a little bit. Oh, I'm gonna you know, scare the paper boy. <laughs> scare the paper boy. <laughs> wasn't scary. Wasn't scary at wasn't all. Scary at all. I don't know what to do with it when it's I got great. it, but I knew what I wanted. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but no, those days are good. And the other one, you'd be there knocking on the door, and you'd hear the TV or the footy going, and you like, be knocking. I know so, you're there. Oh, just answer the door. Yeah. Fucking. Just fucking. Ah. And then, then you walk away and you hear the TV go off. Was that someone at the door? Yeah. Or, or and you, you get, run back and then the TV goes yep. on again. Or you get down the bottom of the pathway and the door would open and you have to go all the fucking way back again. You get there and they'd be like, nah, mate, don't want one. Like, Fuck. Jesus. Put a note up. Yeah. <laughs> don't want the paper. Exactly. So beware of the dog. Exactly. <laughs> don't want the paper. Don't want the paper. Anyway, so that was my paper run, and I I do miss it. Um, yeah. And I mistakenly believe, I believed that oh, Russell boy. Robinson took over that paper run. I've since found out maybe he didn't. Oh. I think he might have taken over somebody else's paper run. Oh, because this has been a thing with you for a long time. Where you well, sure that's that what I case. thought. I thought, because mine was one of the most lucrative paper runs. <laughs> It was a $40 paper run. I love it how we talk about it's a gang thing. (laughs) Territory. I made bank on mine, plus the breakfasts, I mean, and snacks. They were worth it. Um, Breakfasts. (laughs) Breakfasts. Breakfast eye. Breakfast eye? Multiple breakfasts. That works. Yeah. Mm. Um, Because my sister, I see, dated someone who said they had that paper run, my old paper run. And I'm like, no, Russell Robinson had that one. That's, a, that's actually really disappointing because, I mean, Russell, like, once you finished, took over that yeah. part of your life. And I've been really hopeful up until now that you would quit the <laughs> yeah. South Row Boys. And he, <laughs> so being the third in. South Row Boys, would yeah. step in and it'd be um, go gangbusters. The, um, Troy and Russ. Yeah. Thought it would have been really cool, but now uh, it's, I've lost a bit of hope now because look, I'll the hit story him up and is going to continue. I just need to understand. When you were 15, what was your paper run? Because <laughs> Serious serious topic. Serious topic. Mm. I mean, come on. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, that was Combank. <laughs> yes. We've got women left. Don't we ever. Women. This had me in a woke outrage. Oh, right. Okay. Now, I don't, Not just an outrage. A, a woke, woke outrage. Now, I don't, I don't profess to be woke. Oh, Christ. And I'm – look – I don't... Strap yourself in, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Here we go. And I'm one of those people, and I do uh, subscribe to the, it's not about equality, it's about equity. Right. You know, where we should all be given the same tools and rewards for doing the same thing. We don't have to all be exactly the same because we're all unique and different and fucking snowflakes, but <laughs> everyone should be given the same opportunity to succeed and be rewarded efficiently for that. Yep. Can okay. I argue that? That's fine. On the same page. Okay. Now, I'm not sure whether or not you've spent much time with many boys, Troy, but as a gender, we have had the occasion to do lewd gestures in public. 
say lewd things, mm-hmm. be a bit ribald in our outtake yep. on the world. You know, show us your tits comes to mind. It's like the old, the old uh, typical saying of you know, it's just been a boy, just a lad, yeah. just a lad. Now. Interesting that show us your tits was the first one that came to mind, though. Just, yeah, anyway, moving That's on. That's what your dad said. <laughs> <laughs> Which was awkward for me as a 14-year-old. I was, oh, they're not even worth it, Ivan. <laughs> He's part of the Itty Bitty Titty Club. <laughs> I wouldn't call those moves. <laughs> they're more like beastings. It's amazing, though, for a kid who has three breakfasts every weekend. He's fatter. <laughs> That's all he eats, though. It's all his breakfast for the week. <laughs> um, woman of culture makes a lewd gesture on TV during FA Cup final. Now. Woman of culture. Well, they're saying that she is uncultured. Right. That she is rude, crude, crass, and uncouth. Right, right? of course. And the internet has, fucking surprise, women. surprise, fucking agreed with her. Oh, surely not. Okay, so let me read you some of the tweets. One stun viewer wrote, "Do we get to understand what the?" Oh, I'm going to get there. Yeah, fucking, I'll tell you how outrageous her right gestures right, were. Okay. <laughs> Thousands of people watching the clip of this woman making her rude gesture, her lewd gesture. Ah. One stun viewer wrote, "Everyone noticed that too." A second, it was like, "What the hell?" And definitely knew this was going to make it on the internet. This is the FA Cup, not Bebastian. Fourth added, shooting her shot, not mad at it, lol. While another one joked, woman of culture. Now, she's been lambasted on the media for her uncouth oh, act. Like, Lamb bam. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Now, I've looked at the video clip. Right. Sounds like it's terrible. The reason why she has been put on centre screen, she's a beast of a woman. <laughs> Most of them are, let's be honest. Yeah. Now, the Stone Cold Stunner to the left and the right of her, not much at all. But this woman, I mean, she's blonde, she's wearing a lovely dress. She doesn't look unattractive at all. Okay. I'm going to do for you her lewd oh. Gesture. I'm out. going to recreate it because right. I'm a thespian. You see, I've I've yeah, been nice. on the stage. I've tread the boards. It's times like this we should have like a, a video podcast. Mm. Now, be aware you may either be turned on or offended or both. Right. right. So she can obviously see as all sporting events. If you make on the big screen, you're fucking up there for all to see. Yep. So she can see that the camera is aimed fairly and squarely at her. Right. And this is what she's done. She's made the call me symbol with her hand and gone. A bit of tongue action. Lick the lip real quick. That's what she did. That's That's what she fucking did. Really? That's that's what's got everyone up in arms. She didn't teabag one person. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't get her tits out. Didn't. Just did a. Didn't. Just did a. (laughs) I'm cute. Call me. Correct. That's all it was. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy. <laughs> and here's my number, so call me maybe. Now, look, it was suggestive, oh, but, but, you know, honestly, it's a bit of playful fun. We're not living in the 1920s down south. <laughs> I mean. 
It's yeah, exactly. It's, it's okay. It's fine. It's not a case of you know. You need to make sure your dress is three inches above the ground. You can't go Correct. any shorter. Otherwise, don't show your ankles. Otherwise, you're being suggestive, Muriel. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Painted strumpet is the word that came to mind. I mean, for fuck's sake! I mean, and it's just ridiculous. Why one? Why the fuck does this even make it anywhere? And two, as in news uh, at all? Yeah, I know. Like even in social media, why is it, why do people just why? even give a shit? Why? Like <laughs> out of all why? the things that happen at a football, how yeah. can people be at English Premier League football as well? Like soccer, yeah, it doesn't matter. Four people just died in the crowd with flares shoved up their asses. It doesn't matter. Like, it happens every it's week. But someone does a bit of a call me on video oh, or on, on big screen. I just, I'm like, <laughs> how can someone doing a call me and a, and a bit of a suggestive look and a little bit of a lick of the lip, how can that be? I mean, you could do that to your nan and she'd find it funny. <laughs> I mean, she just would. And it's obviously aimed at the cameraman who's singling her out because she's a bit of a stunner. Fuck off. I just, as we know, though, Joe, people love to be outraged. Being outraged is a new cool thing to do. <laughs> it's just in their no, mind. No, it's shit. It's just shit, and it really brought home. Oh, and this is going to make me sound very woke, and I don't mean it. It just made me realise my male privilege. <laughs> Because I could do the same thing and no one would give a shit at all. <laughs> Why? Because I'm a boy. So, and um, even worse, I'm a white boy. So, have you looked it up? No, I haven't. But oh. it's an interesting thing. Um, I'm going to just cover this over. So, someone on the uh, local notice board, Facebook mm. notice board. So, every now and then I like to poke the piss a little bit because. Oh, you fun. do. I don't know why you would get involved. No, I just, <laughs> About once a year. <laughs> you have a couple of sherbets. I'll, I'll poke the bear. Yeah. I don't want to fight the bear. No. Just want to poke it. That's all. Is that you at Mardi Gras? Poking the bear? <laughs> but this one came up, right? Yes. Someone said, um, looking for some lemons. Perfect. No issue at all. Did you say, want to make some lemonade? No. Put up a photo of a Captiva. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> That's genius. That's fucking genius. A holding captiva. I thought it was relevant. That is fucking genius. Not helpful to the person who's posting it for lemons. Not at all. Did anyone? Uh, a few people liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. But no one told you that. No, you no, no one in. came back and said, "Oh, fuck off, you smart ass little cunt." <laughs> the, the holding cap. <laughs> Mind you, there's now currently a hit out on Troy for the holding captiva club. <laughs> they'll be uh, they'll be driving up over the course of the next 17 weeks after repairs have been done <laughs> and they can get an Uber. Yeah, should have bought a Lamborghini. Yeah. Um, that is funny, though. I thought that was That really funny. is yeah. funny. Speaking of... Um, Things that are funny? Speaking of, No, speaking of people being outraged. Mm. I did have one. Um, Koshy. Did you notice Koshy's finished? Yes, he's, he's, he's pulled he, up stumps. He's pulled the pin. Um, I didn't even know Morning TV was even still on, to be honest. So, <laughs> I just, it was just a test pattern. I don't know what those people do, even do of a morning. I mean, it must be hard with all those seven people watching 
I guess. No, people still watch morning TV. Not as many as you think, though. It's one no. of those funny things. Um, but I'm certain there are still some people that... I don't think any more people watched it 10 years ago, though. No. I don't no, think it's, it's, it's ever been... been it's, um, it's publicised as a huge thing, but it's actually not. Well, no, because everyone goes to a job. So the only people you're doing morning TV for is the unemployed and the elderly. Yeah, and they put on the infomercials for um fucking automatic bed adjusters and feet spas. And the, oh, what was the, not the slim I'm not going to call it a foot spa. You put both fucking feet in at the same time. It's a fucking feet spa, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go and you started on that. <laughs> right? Call them a foot spa. It's a feet it's spa. It's not a foot spa. It's a feet spa. Put both feet in. Both foots. Both foots go in, which means it is a foot feet spa. spa. It's not for a foot. No one puts a single foot in foot. Foot. Fuck. And foot. Just fucking, um, just fucking was, do better. There was an Australian country singer, and he had – it wasn't Slim Dusty, but it was someone like him, and he came up with his own design of elderly recliner chairs that would actually raise – so that you couldn't. So if you couldn't stand up, it you would raise me up. Um, so it would basically stand you up. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. That's the people who it's. Mind you, have you seen the one which is like the space chair that gives you yeah. the all the vibration? Have you noticed the woman in that gets sexier and wears a lot less <laughs> as the advert goes on? No, because I haven't seen that kind of thing for a long time. I watched. I just it, know I, the product you're talking about. I was watching. Maybe football, because it's probably the only thing I watch on free-to-air. Mm-hmm. And this ad came on, and I'm like, one, who's gotten enough room in their house to put this monstrosity? <laughs> it you looks, basically need the spare bedroom for it. It looks mm. like something out of either the Star Trek or the Star Wars. Like, it's a full cocoon sort of thing. I was thinking more family guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it vibrates the bejeekers out of you. Mm. And... Twelve grand is how much yep. one of these fucking chairs costs. They'll give cost. you all the reasons why it's so great for you. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Anyway, anyway outraged. Outraged. So Koshy's done. Done. Okay. He's gone off to play with Paul yes. Melbourne. Um, do you know what the Adelaide? new Summarise host is going to be? This what this did actually surprise me. It was the swinging Todger Matt Shervington. It was, or it, it is. It is. Matt Shervo, the runner who did have a little bit of a – or a oh, big, he wasn't little. Big bit of an appendage. <laughs> uh, they used to have a little bit of movement as he ran. like a rogue elephant. How the hell he didn't, A, hurt himself majorly. <laughs> or others. <laughs> um, or knock his knees out from under him. I don't know. How he didn't trip on it. I don't know. I never knew that he went into the media after Neither did I. running. I mean, a white man running in a short distance event, it's not going to end well. No. But um, I did hear it was a dick move. <laughs> so... But he's into it, balls yeah. and all. But yeah, so he's taken over. He's going to be the new co-host. Yes. Um, but what happened was, right, mm. he was seen out and his jumper, right, is mm. worth $1,150. Okay. Right? He's got this jumper, $1,150. Yes. Um, but everyone's outraged because the viewers are struggling with it because they're struggling with the cost of living now, Joe. Right. And this person's come along who speaks to these people and is meant to be like an everyman. And well, he's running a jumper, mate, worth over a grand. You can't do that. It's a negative blight on those people struggling at life right now, Joe. Oh, it's rubbing their face in it. Just, it's just not what you do. I mean, he's not he's not talking to millionaires. You know, it's just. Well, maybe he is because they're the only other people who are going to be home 
for breakfast radio, uh, breakfast but, TV. But you know the fucking funniest part about it all? What? This is what I find the funniest fucking part. Well, um, Mind you, we did get the 1100 jumper on sale at Catch, so gonna, you only paid 500 for it. I'm just going to show you this, uh, this wonderful jumper. It must be a great jumper. Is it, is it made out of, you know... Uh, so here we go. Um, I've got to admit, when I look at that, it's a I, $50 I could, hoodie? could have bought the same thing and came up. <laughs> I think I got one of those at RACA. It's a $50 hoodie. There's no way known. That, that, What's how, the brand? I don't know what the brand is. Don't oh. know. And uh, to the point of view, I don't care. But I mean, he doesn't look like a rich man. <laughs> no, <laughs> he doesn't. Honest. Like he's, he's got a pair of black pants on and some kicks. Doesn't look like a rich man at all. But apparently, jumpers worth eleven hundred and fifty bucks. My so, question is, not let him wear it, Joe. It's, it's just it's it's laughing in the face of the everyday man and woman. What those people need to be outraged is that some sort of media outlet has gone to all the trouble to research. How much it fucking costs to buy his jumper? Well, that's the other stupid fucking... Oh, so, so here we go. Now I've just looked. There is... Oh, there is a branding on the front of it. Unless, of course, it was gifted to him to wear on air. Well, look, that's also possible too. And it looks like he's going down the shops to buy a pack of the ciggies, to be honest. I mean, let's be honest there. <laughs> um, can we actually... Is he going to let me get But what's this? he driving? It's next to his car. It's a BMW. <laughs> no, his car didn't look that rich either. It was old and kept either. No, I can't quite see the brand. I'll tell you what, whoever has gone up and taken this photo, they've obviously gone to the effort of probably even going up and saying, mate, um, what's around in your jumper? I can't quite read it. Well, my camera, I can't zoom in well enough. And he's done the right thing, mate. He's, um, he's told him. And then they've turned around and just fucking spat at him for it. Bastards. Unbelievable. Bastards. So, um, yeah, Shervo. Shervo. Well, good Shervo's on him. going to do fucking morning... TV. Yeah, so, I mean... To pensioners and the unemployed. Considering that, I mean, we all know that the great man um, is fairly well endowed. He couldn't help it. Like, he was doing the best he could in the sport he was in with the gear he had. Blessed down below. Yep. But I have heard that they're actually going to change the name of Sunrise to Morning Glory. (laughs) (laughs) Morning Glory with Matt Shemitin. Fuck, I'll tune in for that. That'd be a good name for the oh, show. Oh, that is gold. I think it'd be great. Morning Glory with Matt yep. Shervington. Perfect. And who's the co-host? Lisa Wilkins? I, Who I cares? don't know. <laughs> Didn't even know Koshy was still doing it, so. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Now, uh, before uh, we go, we have to pour one out for an Aussie icon that has passed away. Mm? Mm. One who's of the gone now? Biggest... Australian icons. In the last few this Aussie icon has been around um, since. Hang on, I'm waiting, waiting, since waiting. Since they were born, I bet. Yeah, but have been the name, like the name, the name. Oh, it's a big one. Uh, Look, it's the name, the name. Since 1945. 1945. Post-war. Just on post-war, so that that's when they found their fame. That's when they. That's when the fame was theirs. Really, Became so for the last a notable iteration. So for sixty years, essentially, uh, they've been known. Almost seventy. Almost seventy. Mm. Well, forty-four to now would be fifty-nine, wouldn't it? Or am I adding up? Really Twenty-three. Badly? 
Oh, no, yeah, that's not right. 75 no. almost. Yeah, it's going to be a 55. Yeah, no, nearly 80 years. Yeah, actually. nearly 80 yeah. years, bad math by us. Yeah, good on you, Troy. Because we forget it's not yeah. the 2000s I know. anymore. It's 2023. 23, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. almost they 80 They slipped years away now. quick, didn't they? Probably yeah. we had a pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> Don't even remember that. Um, pour one out, ladies and gentlemen, because the Hills Hoist Company has gone into liquidation. Oh, really? Yep. That has happened. Now, the company, here's the thing, fucking talking about pandemic killing a brand, Hills Hoist was ranked in about, raked in about $1 billion in revenue in 20, in the year For those that don't know, Hills Hoist are clotheslines. Clotheslines, yeah. Mm. So they were the ones who basically, like there were more rotary wind-up, wind-down clotheslines Mm. before them, but the people who made Hills Hoist were the ones who perfected it. They got it right. They got it right. And fucking there'd mm. be very few Australian backyards in the 70s that didn't have one. Still that some you, That you and I swung <laughs> off. <laughs> um, in the year 2000, it made $1 billion in revenue. 20 years later, in 2022, or 22 years later, it had a loss of $23.9 million. Fuck. It was hoist. You've let me down. Oh, didn't they? And they, they did everything. They they didn't just do hills hoist. They made other things that go in your backyard, antennas and shit like that. But fuck. How gutted. That's it. Oh, rest in peace, the local clothesline. Yeah. No more. Um, so, you know, put out your clothes. No more. <laughs> it's like was put it, out your. Uh, was a goon lotto or goon bag roulette or whatever the fuck yeah, it used to be? True. <laughs> I don't remember what it was actually called now. Roulette. Was really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you where you get the um the goon bag, or the goon bag. Once again, for those who don't know, it was cheap wine in a in a box, a boxy, which came in, boxy a, in bladder. a bag in there, yeah, in a bladder. Uh, and you'd hang one on each corner. Yeah, so there's four corners on a clothesline, and you'd spin it. And if it and came then, at you, yep, you had to drink. You had to drink it. <laughs> Quality game. Quality game. <laughs> and the amount of kids that got told off for swinging on the clothesline. Oh, yeah. And that's why you'd always put one on both sides so you were evening it up. And then when they go, oh, you reckon the clothesline? No, because we've no. balanced it. Yep. <laughs> it's like a centrifuge. If it's uneven, it won't spin. So this, I think that's why kids are fucked these days. They no can't swing lines. on the clothesline, so all they do is sit inside on their phones. Yeah, bloody TikTok. Hills Hoist have destroyed childhood. No, the internet's destroyed childhood. Well. Hills Hoist created a childhood. Yeah, but then they let it go. Well, they've only just fucking closed their doors, like, yeah. this week. Yeah, but speaking of Daniel Slide for a while. <laughs> They're not moving enough clotheslines. No. Oh, dearie me. The clothes anyway, dry. Clothes dries kill that's, that's childhood. What, that's what killed childhood. Yep. Yep. Video killed the radio star. Yep. Clothes dries killed children. It is. Well, it did, because what happened is... Um, Fuck you, fun, Fisher and Pikel. For fun, because <laughs> the kids weren't out playing in that. They wanted to play in the dryer. So you put the kid in the dryer. You can only tumble them for so tumble long. tumble them so long. And then, I mean... Apparently, allegedly, <laughs> three out of every twenty children that yes. played in there didn't make it. And it takes a what a lot to clean out that lint catcher yeah. after and, a kid's and been in there. And that's actually one of the reasons why they've got those dumb rules. Whenever you buy an appliance now, saying don't put the kid in the appliance. Yeah, the, these bags are not for games; they're yeah. serious. You know, blah blah, all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. because of the kids that died in the dries. Fuckheads, mind yeah. you, don't even survival want to of the fittest. Yeah, I tell you what, though. I won't talk about the odds of the microwaves. <laughs> Different story. Different story. Yeah. yeah. That's why you wear the alfoil cap when you go in the microwave. Exactly. Yeah, it makes it better. Yeah. Uh, one more thing, one more piece of business. <laughs> yep. If you are listening to this on our day of release, you've got about 
three days mm. before you are coming to our live show. Yes. On the 15th of June. At Penguin BK. Penguin is 7.30 p.m. Great little venue. Yes. Uh, you can get the tickets via our website, southroadboys.com, or go to Sticky Ticks, or visit sticky our Facebook. Sticky Tickets. Sticky Tickets. Because people will put in Sticky Ticks, and they won't find it. Sorry. Sticky Use Tickets. Use your proper fucking words. Sticky Tickets. Be more professional. You're only mentioning this now. <laughs> I mean, I think that ship has sailed, my friend. Uh, sticky tickets, southroadboys.com. You can go to our Facebook page and there's a link to it there. Look, I'll even put it out there again. And I did this last show, I think. If someone actually buys more mm. than, I think it was four tickets in one go last time. Was it four or was it five? Five, I think. I think it was five. If you buy, if you buy five tickets on your name in yep. one go, Done. I'll buy you beer. Perfect. Buy beer. Or, you know, you know, or a soft drink. Oh, it doesn't have to. Be if beer. you're Des, yep, you know, that's fine. Might even give you a handy if you're lucky. You know, <laughs> depends who's with you. <laughs> so make sure you get on board. If it's with just that. your mum, ah, she can watch. <laughs> oh, Troy, are you giving out wristies again? <laughs> Let Mate, me show you how it's done. <laughs> anything to entice people to come to the show, Joe. Exactly. Mind I'm you, I'm all about the South Road oh. Boys. And you need to be aware that this could possibly be the last time you're ever going to be able to see Troy and all the Barneses live in person. Yeah. They are all international jet setters off their global trotting. Um, they may never return. That's yeah, true. I mean, anything could happen when I'm away. Because you need to be the person who goes, I was there for the last gig. I mean, essentially, I'm going to, what are we, one, two, Troy's three, doing math. Four, Do we need to take five, socks and shoes off? Six, seven, counting where we start, yes. eight different countries over five and a half weeks. Fuck. Chances of death are pretty high. They're better than average. Yeah, and I'm not even talking about just the plane falling out of the sky. You're I just mean, talking just regular. Gunshots, stabbings. You're not going to America. Vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> vehicular manslaughter. You are going to America. <laughs> no, not going to America. Uh, you know what, Joe? What? Other places are dangerous too. And on that. Don't USA shame <laughs> I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.